0: Your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your
1: team every day. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Monday edition of the show. We are here to welcome the Texans and the Seahawks and the Bears and the Ravens fans to draft season. Uh, And uh, and here we go. This is going to be takes on takes. It's live on Twitch. So uh, we have about eight takes that were sent in previously, but we're going to solicit some from the people in the comments section on Twitch. So if you are please. watching this podcast, please get some good stuff in there because we are relying on you to fill out this show. Kyle, welcome to the uh, first non-regular season Monday of the year. It's uh,
2: Divisional Round Monday. For four teams across the league, it's Victory yep. Monday. So it uh, feels good to be a lifelong Philadelphia Eagles fan right now.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So. That's what the 15. I think that's the 15 that's coming out I've,
2: for you. I think I think they've claimed like a third of the league at some point. It's definitely point.
0: not the Dolphins, right? No, not never, not the for never, time, for sure.
2: Uh, we get ooh, okay. we got a we well, got a take already. I like in the comments, but we'll we'll circle back to it. We got to dig right in, okay. right? Because we're, we're really going to leave yeah. the window if you are on Twitch with us for the live stream, we want you guys to get your hot takes in. We like them piping hot. Please provide them, much like the coffee I am partaking in this evening at 8.35 p.m. on a Sunday night. Um, Joe, you supplied a list of eight from the Twitter followers. Would you like the first take today?
0: Yeah, I'm taking it.
2: Okay. The Skill says, Next season, Mm. L.A. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams finishes top five in touchdowns, but not top 12 in yardage. Hashtag takes on takes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's not that's reasonable. Uh, Mike Williams really came on this year after he battled injuries to start his rookie season. And uh, you'd have to think Tyrell Williams is no longer in the mix there. The Chargers will let him walk in free agency. And so a guy that uh, is a red zone threat, a guy in Phillip Rivers that's willing to, to throw it up to him and give him chances to, to make plays in the ball in the red zone, I can definitely see Mike Williams finishing in the top five and receiving touchdowns next year. But that yardage total not quite being there. As well. So the skill, I think uh, you gave us the Cohen Hill take last week. uh, And I don't know if Kyle agreed to that, but I'm on board with this one now. Go ahead. Just
2: just for context. You said top five in touchdowns. That means he needs if it was this year, he would need 11 or more touchdowns to be in. You think he gets 11 or more touchdowns next year?
0: Sure. Let's be fun. Let's let's be bold here, Kyle. Let's go now. Top yeah, twelve I'll say he in yards.
2: Top twelve in yardage. Ty Hilton's twelfth with one thousand two hundred and seventy. Yeah, Pretty he's not getting that.
0: Okay. He's not getting that. Now,
2: yeah. what if Philip Rivers retires?
0: <laughs> he's not retiring. Too many kids, man. What is <laughs> he got if, ten on the way? What if he wins the Super Bowl? Mm. Not by. Look at you th- throwing all these curveballs at me. This is hypothetical. Uh, so that's all. Yeah. Rivers, Rivers matters to me thinking that's a true take. Yes. It right. matters a lot. So all right, Kyle, here we go. This one comes from our friend, David Bowen. This is uh, this is uh, Tyree Jackson has made a major mistake leaving college for the NFL draft takes on takes.
2: Yeah. This came through this afternoon, right? We're recording this on Sunday afternoon or Sunday mm-hmm. evening. Uh, this is how I found yes. out that Ty. This is how I found out that Tyree left. <laughs> I wasn't gonna transfer. Really? <laughs> I'm in the gym. I'm doing cardio, and I just pull out my phone, and like the notifications roll up, and the first ping is from David with Tyree Jackson has made a major mistake leaving college. I'm like, what did I miss? I can't go to the gym without breaking news happening. It's terrible. It's been like there's been player declarations every <laughs> afternoon when I go to the gym. <laughs> Four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So crazy. um, Tyree Jackson promising tools. My hot take response regarding Tyree Jackson is he does not make this move if he does not have a way into the senior bowl. I don't know if that's Trace McSorley's foot. Maybe Trace has to drop out. But what would change your decision if you're Tyree Jackson? You've decided you're going to transfer based on the feedback that you get from the committee. And then all of a sudden – you change your mind a week before the deadline. So I don't know if it's a major mistake because the kid's got tools and you no, know, there's only a select handful of places that you could really go to develop yourself to the degree that an NFL program would not be able to develop you to. So I disagree with that component of this, but my response hot take would be, I think Tyree Jackson, my bold prediction is ends up as a graduated redshirt junior finds his way into the senior bowls response of this. No response.
0: I don't think, I don't think that happens. Yeah. I don't think that happens. Okay. Okay. I, don't, I don't, I don't think the transfer options were there for him. That's my guess. That's my oh, guess.
2: Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, RJ Scorpion Flacco is a post June 1st cut signs with Jacksonville and Jacksonville now has a strong defense, a legit run game and a deep ball threat. That could be a scary, good combo takes on takes.
0: Um, yeah. Flacco is not going to be on the Ravens next year. That's a, one thing we know is Jacksonville a very logical destination? Yeah, I think so. Uh, defense, obviously very good. The run game should be good. And having a guy that can rope it down the field makes a lot of sense. You, you'd have to think that they want to get a stabilizing force and they're a quarterback. And I know we could probably debate whether or not that's Joe Flacco. But uh, I, I think that this makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think it's easy to say no that this won't happen because there's a lot of particulars here that would have to work together for this to be true. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, and I think that you will see a team like Jacksonville or Miami or – I mean, there's a lot of teams. I think Flacco's going to have a market, right? He will. Oh, I'm sure he will. will. If it's the Redskins, I mean, there's going to be teams that that he'll be desirable for. So uh, I don't think – I mean, the Jacksonville part of this is specific. It makes sense, and I wouldn't hate that at all. Uh, Kyle, before we continue, I want to tell everyone about our sponsor today. That is my bookie. And as All you right. know, the NFL playoffs are here and it's time for you to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy in the room with no rooting interest as your relatives and favorites and friends sit around watching games. Not this year, not with Super Bowl 53, right around the corner. It is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at my bookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. When you bet, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you make want to make money during this season, you've got to check out MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for the playoffs. Use promo code LOCKEDON25 when you deposit to activate that offer. That's promo code Locked on 2-5. At my bookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. We'll be right back after this with more takes on takes.
1: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling Grundle Bliss To your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new perfect package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nuts. let's be real no one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them that's why i am thankful for the crop preserver and crop reviver these products keep your crotchal region from sweating smelling and sticking the perfect package will also come with a pair of manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day it's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers
0: All right, Kyle, who is uh, holding the ball high, What's unlike Lamar Jackson, unlike Lamar Jackson, oh, no. Lamar Jackson, oh the fumble, no, low blow, the fumble machine there, low. Blow. Uh, I don't, yeah, well, you know what it, it it had to be done. So again, this you're listening to this podcast on Monday. This is live on Twitch. There's a video feed, and Kyle is holding a football. And he was holding it very, uh, very high up in his stance. I, I I appreciated that. All right, Kyle, this is one that I had pegged for you as soon as it came through because I know you have some hot takes on this player. This one comes from yes. Pony Keg Tom. Noah Fant, the Iowa tight end, will be the most impactful rookie, offensive rookie in the 2019 draft if he lands with the Colts. What do we think?
2: He lost me with the Colts. I don't know why it has to be the Colts. Colts have Eric Ebron, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess there's only so many mouths to feed in an offense. And, you know, you're, you're seeing Marlon Mack have success rushing the football and Eric Ebron's having a career resurgence with the Colts and T Y Hilton's still there. And I just don't know how a second tight end would really create such a dynamic impact on the Colts offense. But with that said, Noah Finn is quite the prospect. I put him through the grading process over the course of the weekend. Joe, I called you. I had to call you and talk about this one.
0: This, yeah, that, it's that, twice that's twice in the last three days. What was the other one? Haskins. Oh, yeah. We're not, talking, phone call about we're, Haskins. We're, we're not talking about Haskins today. Although uh,
2: our boss, King Cornell 23 on Twitch, uh, his takes on takes in the comment section is Haskins sucks. So, <laughs> we're not talking about Haskins right now. We're talking about Noah Fent. Noah Fent, dynamic. He runs unbelievable. Joe, he runs like a gazelle. And he's like 240. He's apparently got a 42 and half inch vert, according to the spring reports. I've seen him run past linebackers, run past safeties. He ran past Jordan Fuller from Ohio State last year. <laughs> he's big, soft hands. that's a top 10 top 15 player for me as far as you know if i was predicting the draft now that i've really dug into the film and i really feel really feel confident with it big time impact playmaker no offense run after the catch ability is tremendous as well joe we're gonna get into the live comments here i know we've got a couple more stashed aside but with that said uh pump 29 take Cowboys have a legit shot at making the Super Bowl.
0: Nah, nah, nah I don't. I don't think so. I mean, what, they got the Rams next week, and I know that they're a floundering team a little bit, but with the time off to set that reset that button there, I think that the Rams in L.A. are going to steamroll the Cowboys, and I'm sure that'll be a bad sound bite that, that might work against me. But uh, I don't think I don't think it get past the divisional round. I really don't.
2: OK, give me one from the comments. I want the comments. Okay. Comments,
0: comments take one, one from the comments. Uh, this one comes from M underscore vill nine drew lock and Daniel Jones. Whoa. Still go round one. Still go round one. No, can't see it. Fake, fake. Okay.
2: Fake news. Um, Lock's just really raw and Daniel Jones. I'm sure he's, he's going to impress you uh, at the all-star circuit that he's going through. So, I think Daniel has a better chance than Drew. I have a hard time seeing Drew, just because you watch him against any quality competition, and he's he's very bad. Uh, let's see here. I think we had one for you in the email, right?
0: I mean,
2: oh, the- you know th- this is this is going from Cameron. If in his prime, Reggie Bush were to play in the modern NFL, he would be comparable in both traits and production to Alvin Kamara and would be considered a top 10 running back in the league. Takes on takes. That's a great, great comment.
0: Um, it makes you think. Do you really think that the era limited Reggie Bush? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that, especially. Mm. No, I, when you went to the Saints, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe think a, the era but, limited Reggie Bush maybe a little bit. He, I think he would be better. He was ahead ahead of his time. Yeah, maybe so. But I mean, if you're ahead of your time, usually that means that nobody knows how to stop you. And he, he was definitely not unstoppable early in his career. So, um, I I think that he would be better suited for today's NFL, like most offensive players, to be honest with you, where it's never been easier to play offense in the NFL. Uh, I mean, does he have the contact balance as uh, Kamara does? I mean, maybe they have similar receiving ability, but I don't know. I mean, Kamara especially because his contact balance and how versatile he is. I don't know if you see that that type of power from Reggie Bush. So um, a top 10 back in the league? Nah, I, I, I'm out. I'm out on this. You seem to be a little bit more inclined to, to go with this one. Yeah, probably.
2: I just think decade later, the, the way that – college offenses are starting to, to seep into the pro game a little bit more. I think it'd be a little more natural for him to make that kind of impact. That's all. All
0: right. I got to give you one here, huh? Yes, you uh, do. A lot of people like to talk dolphins with you, and I, and I like this one here. Yeah. It's Look kind of ties into a, a lot of guy. different parallels. Yeah. Alan Fisher, he says, as a lapsed childhood doll fan, I have to say this Miami should get a college coach or offensive coordinator for their next head coach. None of the retreats will available will be acceptable. So should, should Miami specifically target either a college coach or an offensive coordinator and not a defensive minded coach for their next guy? Well, I think the
2: big takeaway here is he's saying he doesn't want somebody that used to be head coach beforehand. So that eliminates the Mike McCarthy's, the Bruce Arians, who's show no interest in the Miami job anyway, nor should he. He'd have to be a complete idiot, which Bruce is not, so that's why he's not interested. Um, college coach, I don't know. I, I'm i pretty lukewarm on the prospect of a college coach looking at the guys that are like Jim Harbaugh. Like, What college coach are you going to go out and it's really going to move the needle for you? Like Matt Campbell? He already said no. Fitzgerald said I, I no. Fitzgerald. Like, what are those guys, if you take those guys off the board, like, what college coach are you looking at? I just don't think there are David any. David Shaw. David Shaw, I guess. If that's your best option, I, I would much rather have a, a pro coordinator, somebody who's around the pro game a little bit more. Um, I know Miami's going to get gunshot because they've hired first-time head coaches the last three times they've made the hires with Tony Sperano, Joe Philbin, and Adam Gase, plus the interim gigs with Todd Bowles and – Dan Campbell. So Miami's kind of struck out here with the opportunities trying to get fresh faces in the building. But at the same time, Darren Rizzi is attractive to me. Did you see he got pretty much resounding thumbs up from everybody that's in the building was in the building or was in the building within the past 15 years. Uh, pretty, pretty impressive roll call of guys that endorsed Darren Rizzi. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, but I do think Miami needs more of that CEO type. And mm-hmm. Rizzi is a special teams coach, I think would strike me as that kind of guy. So uh, I don't think they necessarily need to go out and get an offensive coordinator. They've been trying to hire offense since Joe Philbin and Adam Gase. And their offenses have stunk because their personnel stunk. So just pick an identity and stay true to it. Um, Halakon Gray, Hawkinson will get drafted ahead of fan takes on takes.
0: This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. Uh, Not a fence who you just described him to be. I mean, I I think that's the type of dynamic receiving skill set that is going to be the reason he'll be the first tight end drafted. Hawkinson is more of a balanced player who gives you that dynamic ability to block and give you a really solid receiving skill set. But if we're talking about athletic upside and passing game upside, it it doesn't seem like Fant is really rivaled by anyone in this class. So I, I, I would expect Fant to be the first tight end off the board.
2: I have another Fant take real quick. Go for it. Somebody, I'm going to need to do my homework. Somebody said that Fant would be the perfect weapon for Josh Allen. Halicon Gray, Fant would be the ideal weapon for Josh Allen.
0: Sure. I, I mean, um, I think anything that's exciting in terms of dynamic receiving skill set sounds good for Josh Allen. Uh, I, I like that he's a separation guy, right? He's a guy that's going to be able to run away from linebackers and safeties. And uh, you saw, you know, John Josh Allen obviously can unleash the football. And, and so, in terms of Fant being a deep threat as well as a guy that can can create after the catch, I mean, he adds another layer to that offense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Fant would would be wonderful for Josh Allen and the Bills. All right, I got to give you one here, right? Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, the suspense is killing me. Well, I'm trying to balance out the. Uh, okay, here we go, and this is good. Matty Ice six two seven zero. Brian Burns leads all rookies in sacks in 2019. Did Brian have the other
2: Burns take? Somebody had had a take about. Oh, it was Benny Fresh. I'm going to combine these two takes. Benny Fresh right before. Uh, Matty, I said, that said Nick Bosa will end up the better player, but Brian Burns will have the best rookie season of this Ash Roger class. Um, I think it's a pretty realistic possibility. Obviously you can't predict injuries. You know, if if somebody gets banged up, you can't really that's out of your control scheme fits also necessary to account for as far as who might be ahead of these guys, depending on where they go. If Brian goes to say a place like Miami and stays in Florida, for example, uh, If they retain Cameron Wake, they're going to have Andre Branch potentially there, depending on if they choose to cut to $10 million in dead weight or not. So if he's more of a rotational role, that might cut into his pass rush reps. But I would take Burns over the field. I think I would for most sacks as a rookie. It's because it's just elite traits. That hurt you to hear, didn't it? you had to bite your lip a little bit. What?
0: I don't know, man. I think this is something we're going to talk a lot about over the next few months, but like, and obviously where they land matters a ton, right? But Bosa, you don't think Josh Allen speed off the edge is going to be a real problem right away.
2: Brian Burns has speed off the edge as well.
0: Yeah, but I think, I think he's quicker. Okay. He's bigger.
2: What, what is the diminishing returns on that extra 200 or 2000th? Of a ten yard split,
0: well, I think it's his weight as well. I think he's probably got 20, 30 pounds on him.
2: But you're just telling me speed.
0: It's it's the combination of all of those things. It's I think the But you can't is block. What you
2: can't you can't block what you can't touch. You can't touch Brian. He's gone. I just told
0: you, Allen's faster, and he's 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 bendier. Nah, okay, similar. Mm, come on, it, it's not it's not that far off. It's That's not the worst that far of
2: the show right there. No,
0: that is not that far off. Allen has insane flexibility. Now, so does Burns, but Allen's flexibility in his size. All right.
2: <laughs> what are I'm we looking ask? for a take? I'm moving on. I'm not going to sit here and get into a pissing contest with you. Sorry. Hair. I think we're done with the email takes. I don't see any more that wet my whistle. Uh, Z Phenom. Calvin Harmon will lead all rookie receivers in receiving yardage.
0: In wow. Uh, what? I mean, that's so hard. I don't know what team he plays for. I don't know what his quarterback is. Um, I mean, I, I think the fact that he's pro ready in terms of play strength and being able to get off the line of scrimmage on the boundary and provides that catch radius. And I think he's pretty smooth in and out of his breaks. I mean, I like that and I like how that could mean early production, but I got to know a team these guys play for before I can really say, yeah, okay, he'll it's be soft. the, yeah, you're off, oh, man. I'll tell you. What? We're going really to disagree more this draft season than we ever have.
2: Yeah, it's because it's uh, we're we're comfortable with each other, so we can really just let it rip, you know.
0: We're, we're comfortable with each other, and we're more comfortable ever in our ability to scout football players. It's, it's a bad combination. Fun. Well, it's a good combination for a debate, but I don't. I mean, I hope we can get through this, man.
2: No, it's good for them. It's good for them down there in the comments. It's bad for us. It's bad for yeah too.
0: I don't. Your Greg, your Garrett Bradbury tape. I don't know. I don't know. If that was the He's worst. He's got a soft anchor. Yeah, no, he no. has
2: a soft anchor. Yeah. Yo. I'm oh. watching him on outside zone and he gets bubbled four yards into the backfield. You can't sit here and tell me he doesn't have a soft anchor. Can't. All right. yeah, just sit there and shake your head. Give He's... me one more take before we sign off for the day.
0: <laughs> uh, how did the draft dudes bets play out? How boring was two. that? Two, two and two. Um, so now, they Go ahead. Well, it was just to re I was going to recap the Sammy Watkins thing. I totally fumbled on that, right? He got hurt and he didn't come close. Mitch Trubisky, 4,000 yards. Missed two games. Missed two games. Didn't happen. So I won that one. He Washington finding a third loss. I got that Washington Huskies. And then the other one was the, the bear, the Bengals and the Broncos who would have <laughs> more wins. And they had the same amount of wins, but they had to head, uh, the Broncos beat the Bengals. And of course, Andy Dalton got hurt and pretty much screwed. Well, I mean, they had a lot of issues. Well, I mean, look, there were implications on every one of those bets that we yeah, we could got have, screwed, except for Washington Huskies. I took that one. I, I, that's what I'm hanging my hat on there.
2: What and what they they dropped some stupid ass game. They had no business losing, well, too, didn't they? Really
0: surprised
2: with John, with
0: Browning, Jake Browning, Browning. All right, we have. Do we have another take here? I'm Um, sure
2: if you dig through here, you'll find one more to get us off. We're
0: on the spot here, Kyle. So you have to think on your toes here. Okay. Um, Yeah. They lost a cow 12, 10. Yeah. You hate to see it. Bullshit. Is that, Uh, you know, it's almost like I saw it coming. Okay. Everybody wants to talk dolphins. Like, can can we get another topic in here? You're bringing in the, the fins up people, man. It's my (laughs) off season. Uh, No, it's well, uh, yeah, this is the dolphin soup, right? the off season mine too. I, I'm not, I'm not taking shots in anyone. We're going to have to go back to the, okay, here we go. Here we go. We got some takes here. Um, I like this one from Maddie V. Joe is the most huggable TDN men, member.
2: Okay. So Lake McGroove, hot take Brett Ripon gets picked in the top two rounds. Uh, I don't know how the NFL feels about Brett. No, they don't like him. I'm pretty, pretty concerned, which is dumb because kid can play. And I know the kid can play kid can play a lot better than some of the guys that they're coveting over him right now too.
0: physical traits, right? How does he, how does he compare with Kyle
2: Loretta better or worse? I think he's got a better arm than Lalletta. You don't think so. I don't know. I'm asking you, I, you've done more. I'm, I definitely think he can push the ball with more velocity, which was my greatest concern with Laletta. But that's not bad as far as the concerns that were centered around Laletta were what? A little bit undersized, didn't have great arm strength, modest level of competition. Brett Rippon doesn't have great athletic traits, doesn't have great stature, doesn't have spectacular arm strength, modest level of competition. He's going to get banged for all of them. But I think – L- the- go ahead. I was going
0: to say Lauletta was a four, 108th pick in the draft.
2: Right, yeah. So I, th- I think top two rounds for Brett, even though I'll, I will probably covet Brett somewhere in round two, maybe early round three. It's where I'm anticipating we're going to feel on him. I'm waiting for the all 22 to come out before I do the full scouting eval. That's where I anticipate I'll covet him. Lee ain't going to do that. He'll probably be a fringe top 100 player just because he doesn't move the needle in certain baseline traits. They still feel you need to have to be a successful uh, pro quarterback.
0: Yeah. The second round quarterback has been weird lately. Like none last year, 2017 was Kaiser. The only second round quarterback. Hackenberg, Hackenberg, the year before that none in 15, 14 was Derek Carr and Jimmy G. Whoops. Gino Smith in 13. Brock, Brock Osweiler in 12. Second round quarterbacks weird, right? Like it's Brock Osweiler.
2: Yeah. It's with an a, you have fun today. I don't know. Always. We always have fun on the dudes. Joe, tell everyone what we're doing tomorrow. Mock draft, January mock draft gets underway. January Dudes mock draft top 10. And then it's 11 through 22. Then it's 22 through 32, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's going to pop. So make sure you swing by, hit subscribe on the podcast. We may twitch it. We may not twitch it. I don't know. We're going to have to double check what our schedule looks like. But either way, we do have more Twitch coming this week. So if you miss this stream of Draft Dudes, head over to twitch.tv slash the Draft Network. Follow along and make sure you hit Subscribe on the Draft Dudes podcast through iTunes or whatever you like to listen and prefer to listen to your podcast on. I am Kyle Krabs at Grinding the Tape with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for checking out today's Draft Dudes podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
1: Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy-to-use app and convenient betting locations district-wide. Online, in-app, or in-person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly.
3: When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key.